What's up, everybody? I'm Kiyoshi. Bobby Foster. Michael Beveraji. And this is Take Away My Mind. I feel good today, you guys. I love that for you. You got got your eyebrows on? (laughs) (laughs) I do. I do. I remember remember to pencil them on today. (laughs) I feel... Yeah, all, all things considered, man, I had to like, I guess, kind of recenter myself in my own life because I stepped so far outside of it, focusing on the state of the world and things. I feel like that's understandable, but um, was not taking care of myself. Had a very, very rough week last week. So I was like, we going, you know, shower this week. Let's do things this week. I <laughs> <laughs> like you fit. Like for real. Today is my baby's birthday. Today is the 30th of October. Um, when we're filming this, but if it's it's Halloween when y'all are watching it, so boo! You feel <laughs> yeah, <laughs> happy Halloween, everybody! Yes, Spooky, ooky. worst holiday of the year, but happy Halloween. <laughs> that's that's the take that I'm waiting for you to explain. <laughs> explain yourself. Explain, explain how you hate Halloween. You and well explain how you. I don't like so pumpkin spice. I don't like like any type of Halloween movies, trick or treating. You know, poisoned apples and whatnot. I don't know. It's it's just not. It's never been my thing. I don't like dressing up in costumes and stuff. I mean, when I was younger, it was cool. Um, Also, it could just be from that. I mean, I don't know why, but when I was growing up, damn near every Halloween, it would rain. You know what I'm saying? So I only got to trick or treat here or there in my childhood. Oh, look at that Um, privilege. You got to trick or treat? Wow. You didn't get to trick or treat? Wow. No, I grew up very Christian. Oh. <laughs> on, on Halloween, on Halloween, the only place I was allowed to go was church, and the only thing oh. I was allowed to go dressed up as was an angel. Okay, we weren't. Oh yeah, bobbing, I don't have any type for of apples. Bobbing for Joseph's like apples. Shout out to my mom. The one year she pretended to be like hardcore Christian, so that she, so that she could deny us of Halloween like intentionally. She <laughs> used it. Y'all got denied Halloween. She used it as an excuse one year because she couldn't afford costumes. Shout out to her for, oh, man. for the for the strong. I've also just always man. been a Christmas boy. You know what I'm saying? Like Christmas was more my energy, more my vibe. Not even just the presence, just the vibe of the holiday. Way, way more my vibe than Halloween. Well, I'm gonna expose you to everybody right now. This man right. said in our group chat yesterday that he's never seen Hocus Pocus, but has so much smoke for Hocus Pocus. And I want y'all to drag him through the sediment of the earth in the <laughs> ten toes down. <laughs> man stood up. <laughs> You should be ashamed of yourself, dog. Listen, Halloween fan or not, Hocus Pocus is an incredible movie. It is There's better ones. Watching, dog. Halloween Town. Halloween My mom Town dated a ass. vampire. Great movie. Ass. No, great ass. movie. But you never saw Hocus. Is you better. never saw Hocus Pocus. It's okay. I only need to see like 30 seconds for me to turn it off. <laughs> what? No. <Yeah>. What? <laughs> no. Yes. What? Yes. This man ain't even make it to the cottage. Do do Harry Potter movies Is, count as Halloween movies? I count those as Christmas movies. I, well, they I do also, have Christmas in there. I also count them as Christmas movies, yeah. I, think I just feel like one... they always used to play them on TV around Halloween, though. Well, yeah, 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 because, you know, spooky things. With, but, yeah. but I definitely, I, I consider Harry Potter to be like a Christmas series. I don't know why, though. No, Are all too. scary movies <laughs> Halloween movies, or is it like a specific type of scary movie? That's a good question. Like, is Paranormal Activity a Halloween movie? No. Or is that just a horror movie? I wouldn't consider, I'd consider like a Halloween movie, the movies that they made specifically for us when we were kids during Halloween time. Okay, then like, I have the best one hands down Twitches, that would tell me different. 
Twitch the Scooby Doo one with the with the Wiccans. <laughs> okay, but you ate that. You ate that one yeah. thing. That's the you best one. one. I'm still it's mad about Hocus one. Pocus. I'm still mad about Hocus Pocus, but okay. I'll give you that. I'll it's give okay. you that because that one was good. Ooh, not the Hex Girls. Yes, eat, the Hex nigga, girls. eat. Yes, I love that movie. That's the best one. <laughs> Damn, y'all had cable. That's what's up. <laughs> Oh, I did. I did. I had all the packages uh, and everything. It's true. I, was, I just watched the Charlie Brown reruns on channel <laughs> Pix 11. Yo, Charlie Brown is trash, too. Work. <laughs> Charlie Brown is boring. I'm sorry. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Bro, you can't talk about how much you love Christmas and then not love Christmas yeah, time. You know, I don't really here. like Christmas movies either. Actually, I don't think I like holiday movies. Jeez. Like any type of holiday movie. You actually, are a joyless yeah, no monster. Joy. No joy whatsoever. <laughs> like, like, I'm trying, like, I hate all Christmas specials. Like all them old ones. I'm trying to think of... The, well, I, Elf is pretty good. I like Elf. Home Alone Christmas movie. Those are Christmas movies. I like Home Alone. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I, I like some stuff. I just don't like a lot of the super old classic stuff like the from like the 50s and the 70s and stuff. I, I don't like old entertainment like at all. <laughs> I don't. If someone was like, hey, Bobby, do a series on these movies from like the 70s, I'd be like, no, I'm good. But you fuck with Star Wars, though. Not the old ones. Oh, not the oh, old ones. Okay. Nah. Those are the best it's, ones. Those are it's the best something ones. with like, I'm a big technology person. So when something starts to look and feel extremely dated, I just like, if it's something I used to watch in my childhood, I can go back and watch it for the nostalgia. But if it's something I haven't seen, I'm like, I don't like even want to watch CGI it. CGI is booty. Yeah, It was exactly. made in 2004. Like, what do you expect? No, I feel like, I feel like there was this <laughs> turning point somewhere like in the mid 90s. Where, like, prior to that, the movies just look super old and dated. But, like, after it, it's, like, a little bit more modern. I feel, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's true. I'm still mad about Hocus Pocus, dog. I can't even hold you. You had so much smoke. I was like, and then you said you hadn't seen it. And I was like, what are you talking about? never will. Yeah, drag them in the comments, you guys. Um, But our question question this week comes from BGK. Okay, and they asked... Who are two artists that never collaborated that you would like to see collaborate? Yeah, I'll, I'll go first. So um, I was just listening to. Um, so one of my favorite songs off of For All the Dogs is Away From Home. It actually has one of the qualities I was asking for the whole entire album, which is kind of like storytelling and introspection. And it's Drake looking back on all these times like before he was famous um, and just the whole vibe of the track. I feel like Baby Keem would be amazing on there. Uh, but it'll never happen because of that whole Kendrick and Drake beef and Baby Keem is Kendrick's cousin, so it'll never happen. Not the rap beef I didn't but know about. You didn't know about the Kendrick and Drake rap beef? Kendrick and Drake have beef? For like a decade. They just been going back and forth at each other with you some liminals. That kind of checks out because I feel like... I was about to say something real controversial. <laughs> um, Go ahead, Michael. Go ahead. All right, yeah. Well, weekly Zane reference, obviously. I'm obviously going with Zane. <laughs> yes, Ob- obviously, obviously. Uh, Zane's nailed his collaborations with with woman artists, uh, Kehlani, uh, uh, Sabrina, Claudio, Sia. He's got a lot of dope uh, collaborations with them, but I, he hasn't figured out male collaborations yet. He's got a couple like not the best songs with some male artists. Shout out to your song Party Next Door. That song is fire. Still got time. But I'd love to see him do a, a collaboration with a, with a rapper like Kendrick or Drake. 
Um, I think one or the other would be really dope if he did that because he hasn't figured out that part of his sound yet. And he's got like the R and B pop sound down. But if he like collab with a fi- like an actual fire rapper, it'd be really dope. I just thought of another one. I'm sorry, I just thought of another one because people on Twitter were like, "Keep this man away from her." But I feel like it would sound fire. So Drake and Tyler. No, no, yes. keep it. Keep that yes. man away I, from her. I want Drake and Tyler. I want them to do a song far it'll, away. It'll be number one. It'll be great. Who be Tyler? You know, that's the new girl. Make me sweat. Make me hotter. Make me lose my breath. Make me water. Yo, that song is a vibe. It's a it's a oh trending thing right now because of the dance. I forget what the original name of the dance is, but it's like a very cute dance. It's yeah. a trend trend on TikTok. This is one of those songs where I'm glad a trending song on TikTok actually did something because she. I haven't looked into her too much, but I've seen some performances. She looks extremely talented. Yeah, the song is actually a great song. Like this mm-hmm. time, the right song blew up. The right artist blew up. Like I'm, I'm excited to see where she goes. Like she, she has the it factor for real. No, she's fire, and from yeah. South Africa, her accent is so adorable. Yeah, I'm trying to think because I've been lucky enough to have. Some of my favorite uh, girlies get together. I need that Tanache Ariana uh, collaboration. Ah, <laughs> uh, that'd be great. But do you think Tanache's ever gonna have big features anymore? Or I don't know. I don't know. I know a lot of everybody. I don't care what nobody says. Everybody reveres that girl. That girl has it to me. I don't care what the mainstream says. Like mm-hmm. I, I live for Tanache. She has everything. Tanache, Tanache, and Kaylani. I could Kaylani a see bunch of people, a bunch of people I love, man. I just want Kaylani to make her rounds with all of my <laughs> with all of my girls. T Pain feature run. <laughs> no, for real. I'm trying to think. That'd be dope. Yeah. If there are any men I'd want to see? Nope. All right. No. <laughs> <laughs> moving, uh, moving along. I just thought of another one, and it's another. I I, I don't know. All of mine are Drake related, but since we're about to talk about her, a Taylor Swift and Drake record. Let's get it. What? Let's get it. We don't yes. What? We, we Absolutely. Don't we don't want that. Everybody wants it. No. A, Everyone. If you're from a the Swiftie, West Coast of America to, to if the you're other Swiftie, side of the world. Pop out in the comments. Pop out in the comments and let us know how much you don't want that to happen. <laughs> exactly. We are on the same Y'all side don't see the today. Vision. Y'all don't see exactly. the vision. I don't see the vision. I don't, don't care to. What the, they don't. <laughs> They don't. What's the vision? Because they don't need each other. So what's the vision? Besides? Real shit. I, 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 no. Yeah, they don't need anything. Either one of them. It'd be for fun. It'd be a good time. Mm. For who's fun? Who? Everybody. Is this Everybody. Because, is, is your is this version be, of fun? This is because she collabed with Kendrick. This Listen, is what's got, got you thinking Taylor about it? Swift and Drake on a relationship record. Gold. Gold. I mean, I, I mean, I didn't on a very sad, heartbroken, down and out record. Down Absolutely. and out. Absolutely. If she, if she writes his verse, drag. Don't do that. Don't drag. Do that. Don't do that. Dog damn man out like that. <laughs> Speaking of Tay Tay, yeah. she released, re-released, um, 1989. Is that correct? Yes. Yes, with uh five Volt tracks. Yes. We all listened to the Volt tracks. Did we? <laughs> Did we, Maya? <laughs> Did you finish? I, I took a break and then I came <laughs> back 
and I finished the last two. But yeah, I guess I'll start off talking about that. <laughs> um, actually, no, I won't. Michael, go ahead. You go first. Because <laughs> I'm not I'm, trying to get dragged. I mean, <laughs> these are always, for like Swifties particularly, these are always a grand event. This is like a really big deal every time this happens. This is why. By the way, broke the record for most streams in one day, which was her record. She broke her own record. I'm yeah, screaming. By like 30 million. By, by like 30 million. Yeah. 200 and two, 260 million streams in one day, yes, uh, or whenever the album came out that day, uh, which is the, most, the catalog, yeah. it's the most ever by an artist. Which And it was her record. She has the top three. So she broke her record twice. <laughs> so it's just a big deal just to speak on that. It's a really big deal every time she drops these re-releases. There's still two left. So I would, and plus she's about to start her tour in, in Europe. About to outsell the original 1989, yeah. which yeah, is yeah. crazy. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's insane. Good for her. Mama, just, mama got all her money back. I actually <laughs> love that for her. She's a, I love that. Yeah, they did a recent update. She's a billionaire now, $1.1 billion at the net, net value. So shout out to her. She also gave like those bonuses to all her truck drivers and her staff and their backup dancers and all that. So that was super dope too when she did that. Somebody told me about that, that she she comes out of pocket and pays yeah. like the workers on her tour, the, yeah, yeah. the people who build her set and different stuff like that. I was like, I like that. Yeah. No, she yeah. she she knows what she's doing when it comes to that stuff. She f- builds those foundations strong. Um, I listen to the vault tracks because I always jump to that because I've already heard the re-released songs. I listen to those la- later on at some point. I've already listened to them at this point, but... The first thing I do is jump to the vault tracks. I really enjoyed three out of five of them. The first couple and then the last one, uh, the names escape me, so bear with me on that. But yeah, the, the vault tracks are period pieces because, I don't know if you guys know, but Taylor, the vault tracks are songs that existed when she wrote the album back in the day. And yeah. she, she just left them off the album. So they're not new songs. They're just songs that never saw the light of day. So they're period pieces. So it's exciting because they take you back to a particular era. This one took us back to when she was dating Harry Styles, and that was fun because a lot of the lyrics were about Harry Styles on the vault tracks. Um, so that was oh just, wow, that was yeah, that was just particularly fun to sort of reminisce on. I did not know they dated. That's okay. Yeah, they dated, and he's got he's got songs about her. She's got songs about him, and it's fun because like mm. and w- one of the songs, particularly the closing track on the vault tracks, she makes a direct reference that pretty much is in line with the reference he makes on one of his songs. And it's just really fun, man. It's just really fun to, to kind of play this game as a Swifty. Um, Doesn't she also have like a callback to Out of the Woods? Yeah, there is a callback to Out of the Woods. Uh, with I think the it's, she crash. Says, yeah, she mentions the accident. She says Blood on the Snow or something like that. Yeah. So that's a callback to Out of the Woods. Out of the Woods is also about Harry Styles because he's the one that crashed. They were together. Mm. I actually really like that song. That's one of my favorite Taylor songs, actually. Yeah, man. So... I mean, I just had a great time listening to the Vault Tracks. I know Bobby has specific thoughts. <laughs> uh, and, and everyone, I hope you all are prepared for the blasphemy that's about to come your way. I, I don't think it's blasphemy. I just think that, you know, when it comes to Taylor Swift, Jack Anton needs to stay off. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> um... <laughs> I, don't, I, I just listen. thought about that on the spot. So I just want to say, like, I mean... 
the only reason why I say that, okay, first of all, I'm kidding, people. I'm just joking. But I do feel like um, I didn't know that like Jack, Jack has been on different Taylor songs since when did you, when did you say Michael? We pretty, mu- pretty much, pretty much. He's done a couple 1989 songs. But- I know that like with I, my hot take with like folklore and Evermore, um, I just find it kind of like one note and boring a little bit. And I felt that way about the vault tracks and like Jack is on all of these vault tracks as well. So I don't know if it's him or not. I don't know. But it's just that style of Taylor Swift ain't for me personally. I like I me. Mean, there's even some like country Taylor Swift songs I like. I really like pop Taylor Swift. I really do. That That's like my favorite version of her. Like not like some of these on 1989, like Reputation and stuff like that. That's my favorite version of Taylor Swift. So um, I felt like the vault tracks, there was two that I liked. I liked Say Don't Go and Is It Over Now? And yeah, I just felt like they were kind of one note. It, it they just felt kind of like similar and like the vibes kind of felt the same as I was listening to the five. So I don't think in 1989 is one of my favorite Taylor Swift albums. And I don't really feel like it added any type of like enjoyment to the record to me. Like I would probably still just listen to the original version. You just prefer pop music. Yeah, yeah. I just, uh, I, I just yeah. like pop Taylor the best. Nothing best. wrong with nothing wrong with that at yeah. all. I don't think. I, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure. And Swifties, please correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure Max Martin is the main producer on a lot of the 1989 tracks. Ah, that makes and sense. Love Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah that makes Max. sense. Big time pop producer, as we all know. Uh, but I mean, Jack Antonoff is like known for this kind of one note sound, as you call it. Uh, he's responsible for a lot of Lana Del Rey's music. Uh, so de- it, depending on how you how you feel about, <laughs> I don't know if you want to get yourself in more trouble. It's up to you. Listen, they already got smoke with me, so uh, he's responsible. A lot for, of her stuff for, you sound the same. He's responsible for all of Lord's music. Lord's uh, music ain't one note. I though. love Lord. No, he's produced all her. Isn't music, she though. like super hands on? On her music, though, like production-wise? Do you think that's Very. like the difference is how hands-on she is? I've heard she's like ridiculously hands-on, like with production specifically. She like, is. Very detailed. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm a big, I'm a big Aaron, <coughs> Des- Aaron Desner girly. I love Aaron Desner. I love the production Aaron Desner um, has on the Taylor Swift tracks that he's responsible for. And I do agree with you, Bobby, overall, that... I would like her to work with different producers. No hate on Jack. I love Jack Antonoff too and the, the stuff he's done, um, especially with Lord. Uh, and, and on Folklore is one of my favorite Taylor Swift project. He's done that project. But I would like her to work with other producers because I just, in general, think it's important for artists to expand like the people they're working with. After a while, like yeah, you need that. It's like to challenge you. Like I remember for a while, J. Cole was producing all his own music and people were like, J. Cole needs to work with like other producers and do something different. And then as soon as he started doing that, that's when like people were like, damn, J. Cole's nice. You got to do um, it. Yeah. Like you need that to have that like variety and it like challenges you as an artist to kind of mm-hmm. how am I going to approach this sound with this new person and stuff like that. I mean, she's had major success with him. People love their music. So they definitely figured out their formula that works for him. Um, but it would be cool to see, you know, a new type of sound with, um, you know, whatever comes out after Midnight's. Was he on Midnight's a lot or no? He was on Midnight's a lot, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, he was on Midnight's. He's been, like, producing all her work. They're really close, yeah. They're really, really tight. Gotcha. Um, and she's had, I mean, look at all the success she's had. It's almost like, how do you argue with the success she's had? Oh, yeah, no, I'm not arguing with that at all. 
That's why you I know? said like they obviously figured out their formula and like yeah. it works for them and like people love it. So I'm not I'm not shitting on that. I'm just talking about more about I guess my personal preference of of the music. I guess and mix it up and you gotta get yeah. you gotta get you gotta get uncomfortable to to achieve success. And... I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to remember if I listen to 1989. What are the hits on that one? Blank Space Style Uh. Bad oh. blood, out of the woods. Yeah, I feel like it was definitely like the turning point of Taylor's yeah. career. For no, that sure. was that one like flipped everything for her. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, Shake I like I like those songs. Oh, period. I like I like uh, some of the songs y'all said. The vault tracks. Yeah, I agree with everything Bobby said. I. <laughs> <laughs> the vault tracks also like there. There's a th- like I think most Swifties will agree. The vault tracks have a lot of similarities to songs off of Midnight's, which again they're could be a redundancy issue with working with the same person in that regard. Uh, so I I would go back to agreeing with a lot of what Bobby says. Love Jack. Listen, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Honestly, honestly. <laughs> like he, the girl is. Hey, how come you don't hit. have that type of perspective with Drake? <laughs> <laughs> that was that was quick. What am I supposed to? What I I I don't understand the correlation. What, what, are, we, what Good. are we doing? You, you say the same thing about Drake. He always sounds the same. It's definitely not it's broke. It's not working for him. What? It's, it's not working. What? I can still, even and everybody everybody who watches us for like knows me, knows how I feel about Tay-Tay, okay? I can objectively say that even with all of the producers she's worked with and, and her and Jack, I don't hate anything that she's dropped. All the stuff that Drake been doing lately. Just like, like indifferent. Bro. You just feel like indifferent about it. Like it is what it is. Like I mean, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. No. It is what it is. I like, think I, it was I, a struggle for me. I'm, I'm just being real. I'm gonna be real for a second. It was because I was in the group chat. And I forget. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dog. You were, <laughs> you were after the first song. <laughs> <laughs> Calling out lyrics. I actually thought the lyrics were amazing. I thought the lyrics were amazing. There was a lot of good lines on there. There was a lot of stuff that just had. I said like, what? Are you talking about out loud? Like, two, well, because she does times. that poetic thing, and she did it in a song called "Slut" too, which I think is just so mastermind of her. Slut was cool. Slut was slut was okay. It was that one song. I don't remember which one, but it caught me by my neck, and I was like, "Girl, I can't do." Talk about some being slippery outside. <laughs> oh, in the hose. Oh, in slippery the- <laughs> hose. I was like, dog, I can't. I just couldn't. It felt unserious to me, and I laughed, and I was like, I know. I, I'm trying not to be dis- dismissive. I feel like Taylor still to this day has her country roots in her lyrics. Like, she's very, mm. like, I feel like in country, you really paint a picture I was with, like, say that, these, yeah. like, super specific details um of kind of like the environment and like it, it it just really paints this picture i feel like she's she has that down to a t i feel like what's really cool about it is like in writing they tell you the more specific you get with something the more universal it actually is like it's contradictory yeah. to what what people think and like there's so many lines with taylor where she'll just have these very very specific lines that evoke a lot of this imagery but it's also up for interpretation on what she's talking about, which is really cool to me. And it's something that Taylor does that I don't think, a lot, like, I think she's probably like, I don't want to say the only one, but I think she's the best at doing it, is the layers that she has in her music work on a level of 
you don't need to know anything about her to like understand the song, but you still get layers of poetic device. But then if you do know Taylor Swift, there's like a ton of Easter eggs, a ton of callbacks, a ton of like um, things about her personal life that may not even seem about her personal life until you know the backstory and the context of what she's talking about. Like there's yeah. like layers and layers and layers and layers and layers of her writing, which I feel like she's the best at doing that. And while I will say this, while I was listening to the vault tracks, I was like, because y'all always know I'm like, how is Taylor Swift like such an anomaly? Like when it comes to like um, her commercial sales and everything right now, I think in this day and age, a lot of connection that happens between artists and their fans happens on social media. Like that's where a lot of people connect. Taylor does this thing where you can connect to her personally through her music, which a lot of people don't do anymore. Um, It's just like completely missing. And that's what I say. It's like, you know, like what Michael just said, you can't say a lot about a lot of artists where he's like their period pieces. And like, it was cool to revisit this era. And that that's the music doing that work. Like she's like transporting you back to the era through her lyrics and talking about what was going on in the time and her relationships and where she's at. And like, that really is missing in music today. I have to say it a hundred percent is missing, uh, especially from mainstream artists. Uh, So I do, I really appreciate that from Taylor uh, with her writing hundred percent. It's a great point because she doesn't do like, She's got Miss Americana, yeah, but that that have a very specific directive to it. She doesn't do like tell all interviews. She doesn't she doesn't do that. She yeah. barely does interviews at all. So like you getting to know her and getting the Easter eggs that you just pointed out, um, and and the lines and songs that are very diuretic in that way, like it's all in the music, everything. So yeah. if you're if you're a fan of her, you are gonna connect with her very personally. Uh, unlike most artists would who probably reveal a lot more of themselves in like an interview than per se they do uh, in the music. That's very yeah. valid. And I did not think about that. I, Damn, that really is true, huh? Mm-hmm. It's because if she's not, I mean, I don't follow her, so I don't know how active she is on social media or right. if she like talks to people and different stuff like that. But she's always been like that. So that's like that. That's why that core base is so strong. That's why she got ride or dies the way that she does is because she developed that emotional connection, that relationship with her audience from jump, from jump. They always knew they was like, this is, this is Taylor. This is what she going through. Everybody knew. And it was obviously a running joke and very sexist and bullshit. The way the media would drag her for talking oh, about yeah, her personal true, yeah. experiences and her music like it's her music that i never got i was like obviously i'm not a swifty but i was never i ain't never gonna sit up and be like oh that girl can't talk about her relationship and her music like i, I thought all of that was bullshit because i'm like it's real like all of that is real and it's her art and her supporters want to know about what's going on in her life that's what mm-hmm. music is mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's what yeah. that's what art is so i was just always confused why that was ever a topic of conversation i'm like y'all don't have no issue or problem with all these men talking about all the women they smashed yeah and not even in and, and from my knowledge like the songs that i have heard of hers that i knew were about like you know people she dated ain't none of that shit seemed disrespectful to me no. so i oh, just yeah, didn't no. understand yeah. the connotation i'm like Y'all just y'all just don't like when women voice their voice their opinions about things. No, no. I defend I defend her on that off top because I'm like that that was bullshit to me. It's always been bullshit to me. I'm like she can talk about what's going on in her life, man. And if you don't like it, then you ain't got to listen to it. But don't Facts. say that she's 
weird or like demean her for for talking about her relationships just because that person is famous like okay like (laughs) okay she could have went listen if i dated harry styles and he did some really really wild shit to me i would let the chopper sing (laughs) like (laughs) i would have to i would would go extra hard just because of the fact this person is famous and they got fans and shit like look what he did to me she ain't even none of her shit seems like vengeful to me no, it's, <laughs> like, yeah. so I'm like, just let it's, her live. Like, it's definitely not vengeful. Vengeful. It's passionate, but it's not vengeful at all. And yeah, I think it's such a good point because that's part. Like, how are these re-releases such a big? Like Bobby's asked before, why are they such a big deal? Why? Why does the commercial success like an anomaly every time she re-releases these albums? That's a huge part of it, along with like her taking the narrative, her taking her masters back, which we love to see. A lot of it too is that. She's already had these fans from 10 years ago when the album dropped and they want to revisit the era and hear these new tracks that are about that era and relive the experience that they already emotionally invested in back in the day. True. Also, like my talking about a lot of reputation era stuff when it comes to Taylor dealing with the slut shaming in the media, uh, men don't like to be called out. And I think that that's an important topic if we're going to transition into something else we want to talk about, Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears. Oh, us. who wants to talk about him? Because I don't care about your comeback, sir. I don't <laughs> care about what you had planned. I don't care about what you thought was going to take place when you resurfaced and went back to the media. I don't like him. I'm sorry. Jan- Britney and Janet, sir, you are a menace. I don't care. Justin Timberlake is a menace to me. And I just don't care about his feelings, about being sad that Britney wrote this uh just told about her life man Britney has been everybody who knows me knows Britney was my first pop girl I had hit clips y'all remember hit clips the little title oh yeah yeah Yeah, baby one more time it was only like 30 seconds but I would listen to it on repeat 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 um I love Britney and looking back like as an adult the way that she was treated as a child crazy from childhood up into like, you know, when she shaved her head and all that stuff. I was like, man, the media destroyed her. The media attacked her and vilified her in way like it was just insane. Even more insane to look back and see. So I'm so happy, so happy. One, that she's out of the conservatorship. And two, that she's she's telling her life story, man. And and listen, I ain't read the book yet. We're doing that tonight on my Patreon. But I hope she dragged him through the sediment. I hope she did. I hope she dragged him. I actually saw something that was really interesting. So I got two things to say. One, first, I want to say this is not in defense of Justin Timberlake, what I'm about to say. It builds on the idea of the sexism, because I did not know this. So there's a lot of people that get on Justin Timberlake for what he was saying in interviews about Britney Spears back then and everything. But I saw this clip that he... I I don't know if it was like some documentary thing he had put out or if it was just behind the scene footage that came out or something but like the amount that he was pressured to talk about britney spears was insane like they were vultures on him trying to get inside info on her because like all the sexism that you're talking about and there was a lot of times where he was just like he'd try to like change it you know change the topic and everything but he definitely did not handle that situation the best, which is why I'm saying I'm not defending him at all. Cause like he definitely did some fucked up shit in those interviews. But like, once again, cause I do want to put the emphasis also when we're just talking about holding people accountable, interviewers 
paparazzi, press people, y'all trash, bro. And been trash. <laughs> y'all are so trash. Like, y'all just try to get these clickbait things out of people. Like, I actually wonder if it wasn't for those questions, like, how much Justin actually would have brought Britney up in the first place. Like, I'm just curious, because they, they were just, like, hammering this dude with Britney questions. Um, and, like, the same she was thing, the star. Exactly. I mean, yeah, Britney was Britney. And just, like, with <laughs> all the interviewers and stuff that were doing it, directly to britney like when y'all look back on that i know y'all feel shame y'all gotta feel shame with them questions that, that y'all were asking britney to be eradicated from the earth that sounds like, wild to say but perez hilton was like oh my god dog. No. Oh looking my back i knew it was wrong when Messy. it was happening but looking back and he was a grown ass man doing that and then like, was it man. was it that sixty minutes interview that's like famous now? Was it sixty minutes with Britney or was it something else? I, I feel like it might have been sixty minutes. It might have been. I, I don't know, but about. they were like just these questions, like oh my god, like disrespectful, just, invasive. Yes, and- like she didn't have like you know. And I'm not saying this once again to um, I'm not minimizing the conservatorship. Like conservatorships, like shouldn't even exist. But it's crazy because people see it like. She was being controlled from the time of her conservatorship till now, but she was being controlled her whole damn life, like even before the conservatorship on like a lesser level, I guess you could say. But it's like she was just the 90s was a wild time for celebrities. And, you know, like you're saying, like she started when she was a kid. She grew up in that. And then it just kind of like snowballed until she just couldn't take it anymore and no one would be able to take that (laughs) no one would be able to take all that stuff she was going through and um yeah i feel like it's i'm glad she wrote the book i saw that she was doing a part two um what yeah she's doing a part two uh she said it's dropping next year we're Um, brit yeah yeah like with love her no i'm sorry can i gush for a second no go ahead go ahead ahead. (laughs) i have loved her since I was a child. She is just, she's just always been a very bright source of joy to me. I could always feel her spirit. I say it all the time. That's why I'm like, everybody judging her now for like, mama just dancing in her room. She was dancing with knives and shit. She's an artist. Let her do what she wants. But like, it, like for real, she has been through so much shit. I'm just happy to see her have any semblance of joy man all these years later she's just experienced a lot of fucked up things so i i'm just always rooting for her happiness i'm dragging whoever i'm I'm just dragging everyone who doesn't have nice things to say about her at this point i really am i'm like leave britney alone it's been long enough like it's been long enough we don't need that in this era let mama dance in her living room let mama dance in her living room (laughs) Don't speak on her. Just let it lie. <laughs> I got a, one other thing because we were talking about Justin Timberlake at the beginning, which I just got to talk about the irony of this part. So there and I don't know if this is true just because it was like, I don't know. I don't know if it was rumors or inside info on what just Justin Timberlake has been saying about it. But there was like this thing I saw saying that uh, like you were saying, Maya, that he feels like his comeback was ruined and all this kind of stuff or whatever. And Sorry. what's hilarious about that? Just the irony is that that thinking and like blaming britney is like the it's like the same thing he's being accused of in the book as far you you know what i'm saying yeah so like it's it's like just own it at this point bro it's in the book (laughs) just like the mentality apologize i don't feel bad take the steps towards you know 
that just do the right thing, man. Like it's all out there at this point. Like, and I, we yeah. believe Britney. Fuck you. Go ahead, Mark. Uh, yeah, and we also saw it too. Like all the interviews and like all that kind of stuff. Like it, it happened, dude. <laughs> I wonder. Yeah. I feel. I feel like he looks at it like it's like a statue of limitations type of thing. Like I, I feel like he just. Is trying to like out of sight, out of mind it. Like in his mind, he's like, Well, I'm married with kids now. Like that should disqualify me from discussing a previous relationship, despite the fact that he's obviously responsible for all that. I think there's actually not to, not to take big picture Bobby away from Bobby, but I think there's like a a big picture conversation to have here about the fact that like Justin Timberlake, who was a man, is a man, was able to thrive during everything that you guys talked about, like all the stuff with Britney, you Ooh. guys went over all of it. Justin Timberlake was fucking thriving. Thriving. Including, Super including thriving. the Janet Jackson thing, which didn't get brought back up until Twitter came around. <sighs> but before that, nobody said anything. Like, it was just silence. And I, honestly, it took until, like, even the 2020 experience, it didn't matter what Justin did because the, the content was dope. Like, that's the that's the perception. And then it took until, like, the content falling off. And then when the content fell off, now all of a sudden everything matters, like to the public, to the GP. I also think Me Too had a lot to do with that. Absolutely. That was around the same, yeah, that was around the same time yeah. the words came out. So you're not wrong about that. that because well, I feel like that's when the Janet conversations just in general started happening. Yeah. And like Justin Timberlake was like a part of that. But it was yeah. like, look at everything that just happened to Janet. Like this is messed up kind of thing. He also got caught at that club or whatever it was like putting his arm around the oh, girl yeah, with his co-star. Yeah, yeah yeah so like he just like keeps doing a lot of sus uh behavioral type things that probably um isn't helping his case when it comes to the stuff from the past can i be honest please no no not just <laughs> <laughs> but that is the big picture conversation just no that is that, the big picture conversation up, like, you're right like men get away <clears> with a lot of stuff when they are adored if they're adored by whoever, like they can continue to get away with a lot of bullshit at the cost of obviously who they've harmed. It's true. I <laughs> maybe it is because I'm a Britney fan. I ain't never give a fuck about Justin Timberlake. I never liked him, even when the music was good. I never cared. I never liked his face. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't. I felt I <laughs> dog. It just something about him has always rubbed me the wrong way. And then seeing him interact with Britney like all these years, again, I've been paying attention. So I saw all of this happen in real time, low-key, except for, like, obviously the stuff that we didn't know about. But I saw, like, all of that stuff when it was happening. And I was just like, why do people keep talking about this man? Why are people revering this man? Is the music entertaining? Maybe. I accredit that a lot to the black people he worked with. I was dang it, I was about to bring that up. You know? <laughs> I don't I don't see that having anything to, to do up. with him personally. Can he sing? Sure. I think before there was actual black representation in pop. Well, I mean, there's always been black representation in pop. But when I was a child, I guess, like, um, I think I was drawn towards him because of the cultural appropriation. For real. Because, like, I don't know what that is as a kid. No, but, you know, it's us as black here. people. No, it's us as black people because in our community, we're cleaning mm-hmm. it up now. But we used to just get real hype whenever it was somebody who wasn't black that we consider them to be like, oh, he's singing for real. Oh, he like I mean, That's true, yeah, but I was like five like, when Justin Timberlake came out. Right, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. That's what, but it's like he is like having our style with like you know the Pharrell production, the Timbaland production, the outfits, the swag, all that kind of stuff. But as a kid, what you, swag? You're not, it, it was there. 
No, it yes. was not. It was <clears throat> never in justified era. I don't care, dog. I don't care. I really care. I don't attribute that to anything. He was cosplaying in my mind. He I was, know, but was, I'm talking about from a child's lens. I'm not talking about from an adult. He was as a child. I was back like, on it. These are not. These are not the same situation because one of them actually like gives respect to the culture and like admits that he's more a guest. Uh, and JT kind of like just appropriated it for his own success. But like, it reminds me of Eminem a little bit as far as the success goes, where you right. have where you have somebody who's white who is a huge part of like this culture that they're not a part of mm-hmm. um and they get all this success because they're kind of an anomaly visually justin timberlake pussyfooting around the bet awards and performing and shit used to have me tight it's like get his ass off the stage why is he here do y'all know what he did to <laughs> the janet jackson janet jackson a living breathing legend her entire career was derailed by his ass and nobody did anything nobody did anything to protect her she Wait, I, am I missing information that? about She got that? all the blame for that. He I know, the, but what did he do it on purpose or something? It's the fact that he did it and then didn't come back later and be like, that's my bad. Oh, he yeah, let, yeah, yeah. He okay, let the I world that, blame yeah. her for the fact that her titty was out like he ain't do it. Yeah, yeah. No, and I, I was just that. like, why the fuck are you allowing the world to drag this woman for something that you fucking did? You did that. So apologize and say that it was a malfunction or whatever the fuck, but don't let the world like drag her like this. And obviously she was blacklisted and she ain't do anything after that for many, many years. But that's Janet Jackson. You know, you know, headline the Super, you know, who headlined the Super Bowl after that? Justin Timberlake. See, and that's why I'm like, I don't get I just never gave a fuck. I just don't care. I was like, sir, you you've been allowed to live and breathe and do very well for yourself and comfortably exist in spaces that in my opinion you should not be in so like relax take your l take some responsibility maybe you know it is 2023 maybe you can be like oh i i was a child when this happened or whatever and i sincerely apologize like he's still still to this day (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not, try, not trying to take any responsibility for his actions and that's why i'm like i don't feel bad for you sir rot also to the execs that blacklisted janet that's crazy like that's insane y'all ain't seen a boob before please come on dog. <laughs> nipple wasn't even out either even though that don't really matter i'm just saying like come on it really bro. it was it come was on, an dog. insane thing to witness it's- so him coming back after I was like Janet write a book now now Mom Janet can write a book and talk about everything that happened and how Justin Timberlake did not defend her or support her in any way shape or form. So whatever happens to you, sir, and your resurgence and you know your comeback, I don't care. <laughs> also, how is oh, how yeah. how is his resurgence messed up? Like that's just him yeah, I don't crying. think it is messed up. That's just him admitting to a wrongdoing by saying that he's like, there's negativity around me. If like, he truly feels like he's not in the wrong, which he shouldn't feel, but if he feels that way, just go ahead with your res- go ahead and do what you're gonna do anyway. I just don't think it like will have an effect on him at all. Like I really, I really don't. Like I think if you know this trolls movie's about to come out or is out or whatever, I don't think that'll be affected by nothing. I think. To the like, I don't know if he was going to go on a solo tour and like bring in sync with him, like partially for the show or something. I don't feel like that would be heavily affected by it. Um, that's why I don't feel bad dragging him, yeah. I don't, I don't feel like it'd be heavily affected by by it at all. You know what? Actually, that's kind of gossip and rumors, but I I don't care, it's out there. I thought it was also kind of crazy that uh, 
I was like, damn, bro, that's insane. You were hiding it from everybody. Supposedly, like Jessica Biel did not know about the the Britney abortion thing, and she was like super pissed about it. Ooh. Supposedly, she didn't know about it. Ooh, messy spice. And I was Ooh. like, man, bring the tea, bro. Bring the tea. Ass. I saw that on Twitter, so I don't know if it's real or not. You know, Elon <laughs> runs it now. But um, if that's true, like, I don't know. That's crazy. I think there's this running uh, trend of people that I love getting dragged through the mud. It's <laughs> 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 just fucking up. Like, it's like a, a joke in my Discord at this point about, yeah. oh, who else does Bobby love? Because something's about to happen to him. Um, you know, you, Will Smith. You, bro. You're the jinx. Uh, Kendrick got in all that trouble on Kanye, his album. Kanye, right? Kanye, uh, Justin Timberlake. There, there's a lot more too. There, like it's been like a running trend of like the last couple years. And I'm like, geez, I can't like, I can't. You can't have idols out here. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I don't. I don't have like like I almost feel because I was in the trenches with Justin Timberlake, Justified 2020 Experience, Sex too. Future Sex Love. So we we talked about it briefly here and. Not to highlight like his work because that's not what we're doing here, but I was a huge fan, like a huge fan. He even dropped like a clothing line at Target back in the day that I like. I even bought the jeans because I was like, that's my, <laughs> I was like, that's my boy JT. Yeah, I was like 19 years old. Like the girls are gonna love this, God, right? Justin Timberlake jeans. Jean, Justin Timberlake jeans. William Rast was the clothing line, but I mean, <laughs> the, the point is like, like Bobby kind of you hear. You find out who the person is after the fact, which is what happens a lot. And you have to sort of make a choice on, am I going to consume this content moving forward? I don't know. It's for, me to, it's for me to kind of figure out on my own. But it's just, man, I'm tired of it too, Bobby. I'm like exhausted. Like Kanye's about to drop an album and I'm sitting over here like, I don't even want to hear this no more. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did you Damn. see, this is a side like, note, moving on from JT, I guess. But did you yeah. see North dressed up like him for Halloween? I did. You know what's crazy? Because I watched the Kardashians. <laughs> so, um, wait, him. wait, 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 wait. What's up? Wait, you watch the show or you yeah, just watch Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Kardashians fascinate me. He's he's a fan. They fascinate me, for real. Oh, I'm not a fan. I wouldn't go that far. Oh, wow. No, I'm not a fan. They just oh. fascinate me. They're very intriguing. Like, when I'm watching the show, I kind of do it from, like, a marketing lens, honestly. Like, oh, um, like so the, the Kardashian show is a commercial. Like, that's what it is. So, like, it's a commercial, and then it, it also is a brand changer. So they, they, they'll do things to foreshadow what's going to come. Like, like they'll set up where they want to go. And I, like, watch it for that. Like, for example, this last episode that came out this week, she's taking her son to, um, like, soccer games, like, professional soccer games. Like, she was in Paris or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, this is, like, aligning her with sports because she was going to take skims to the sporting world, which just got announced today. Like she just partnered with the NBA. Also, she has some soccer players as like models for skins. So I was like, oh, okay. It's like the brand alignment thing. That's why yeah. I watch it. I, seen, I like you, the marketing of you it. You've seen the football player she chose that for that douchebag? Oh, uh, is that the guy that had the whole like, you know, he's like MAGA and all that? Yes, yes. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Who? Yeah. yeah, she chose she, uh, Nick, Nick Buddha. And Nick? I don't know his name. Something like that. I don't know, but yeah, but he had like some troubling stuff going on there. Nick Bosa, I, how do you not know this about this this guy though? Oh, she doesn't care. You know like, what I'm saying? I don't think she would care about that. But oh, my point to this was she always talks about how like with her kids, like she doesn't talk to them about 
any of the stuff like Kanye's doing on social media and she tries to like keep saying he's a good dad and all this kind of stuff and like have like a positive so like the kids have like a positive image for him and that they're like always listening to his music in the car and stuff and she's just in there like <laughs> having God like a damn. super hard time with it so like when that video posted I was like damn I know she's struggling behind that camera that's crazy that's why I went on my rant I guess I forgot to say that part I thought it was, <laughs> I thought it, I thought it was cute but I like but what I'm sorry Kim I I was going to say something else because something else happened on social media involving her. Obviously, everything is going on in Palestine. And she was on live with North. And people were putting Palestine's flags in the comments and things. And uh, North, North is 10, by the way, was like, what's that flag? That's all she said. She said, what's that flag? Um, Kim said, oh, it's Brazil. They're putting that in there because, you know, the soccer game's going on and and stuff like that, and then, like, very quickly uh, after that, uh, decided to end the live. Um, I got into a little squabble with several people on Twitter because I thought that that was just very calculated, and, and it, it what it said to me was, she not going to tell her about this. None of her kids are going to know about this. No, she, she's just not, it's not going to be a topic of conversation. And people were like, you don't know what she said, like after live and blah, blah, blah. I was like, she ain't bring that shit up because if she did and she actually wanted to have a conversation about what was taking place, she didn't have to go to detail, obviously, and have a whole conversation on live. But the fact that she didn't even want to acknowledge what the flag was, because again, North is 10 years old and she's smart and she would have follow-up questions. Be like, oh, why are they putting the Palestinian flag up in there? And then you'd have to have the conversation, her completely dismissing it, let me know that she ain't trying to have a conversation at all. It's crazy. At also, a, I want to say, all. like, at 10, um, and like, yeah, I get the idea of not wanting to do it on live. Like, I get that. But at 10, because people are like, oh, yeah, she doesn't need to know all that at 10. At 10, I'm pretty sure I was learning about the Holocaust already. Like, yeah, I was, I was learning about the Holocaust. I was, was experiencing like racism myself. You know, yeah. I experienced racism in like eight. So, you know, I'm just saying, like, yeah, you learn about these like crazy, terrible things uh, like my son is like seven. They're already learning about slavery and stuff. Like, yeah. So. So I'm pretty like I'm, I'm, I feel like be, oh, there's like this, you know, thing like, yeah, you I, I don't feel like it'd be like a complicated, like intellectual conversation to have. Like, it, it'd be pretty easy to explain it. People were just making it seem like she ain't got to show North pictures of like deceased bodies and shit like that. Exactly. But having you don't have a conversation about what's taking place. This is why we have generations of human beings who don't give a fuck about other human beings. This is exactly why. Build empathy and understanding early. Yeah. That's it. It's never too early for that. Not in my not in my mind, obviously. I don't have kids. Bob, you have a child. I really want to get into my conspiracy. Have a Oh hell! Give me two seconds. Okay. Have a conversation, <laughs> conversation with your kids, man. I I think that there's there's a right way to do everything like that. So the excuses are for not for me. I don't I don't accept any of that. Bobby has a very Jesus has a very, <laughs> has a very disturbing, very disturbing okay. <laughs> conspiracy theory that I pray for God does not happen. Go ahead, Bobby. Tell the tell the people. It can happen. Honestly, it's just I like feel like it cannot happen. Not while I'm on this planet. No, it's, it's not going to go anywhere if it does happen. It's not going to mean anything. Okay, we'll see. I think first <laughs> of all, I want to say I don't even know if 
this is a conspiracy theory. I feel like this is a very educated foreshadowing. Okay, I really do. <laughs> so, I think Kim Kardashian is going to run for president. The reason why I think she's going to run for president, I got a lot of reasons. First, follow this TikTok TikTok account. Ah, oh, she changed her username. I don't remember what it is. Damn, I feel bad. I can't give credit. Oh man. Oh well. Um, Candace Owens, oh three four. Yeah, no, no, no. This, this lady, she's actually so she's um she's a marketing major, and she just like studies the Kardashians. It's kind of like what I just said, honestly. Um, anyway, so she noticed how the last. I would say few years, Kim keeps aligning herself with anything American, whether it's um, like American history on a political level or American pop culture on a history level, like the Marilyn Monroe dress. Um, she like even had like that photo shoot where she got all the American flags on on the Kardashians. She's always like aligning herself with American stuff. She's currently on American Horror Story. So it's like all this American stuff. <laughs> um and then she also is doing this lawyer, you know, career. And I feel like that's also trying to get into people taking her more seriously. Um, and then uh -huh. also aligning herself with, you know, like equality and all these things. But she is playing both sides because I noticed also on the Kardashians, there's a lot of all of a sudden a lot of Christian imagery, which I feel like is her playing into the conservative base a little bit so she could get some votes over there. And then uh, with this, I Israel, hate this fucking conversation. Hey, you hate it because I'm it's right. It's so dystopian. <laughs> it's so dystopian. The, it's so dystopian. I can't even like. And then what was the nail in the coffin for me? Well, not the not is that the right term? Whatever the thing that was like. Okay, I feel like I'm right here. Is this? I don't want to get like censored on here. Like the the conflict, whatever. Israel and Palestine. She put out a state. The whole family almost immediately put out a pro. Israel message. Now, mind you, Kim and her family are Armenians, and they got wiped off the map with the genocide. So that stance is a pretty interesting stance to take uh, if that's your history, right? And so I think, though, because the American government were imperialists, we are currently backing the genocide over in Gaza, which is insane. I think if she's running for politics, she has to take that stance um because we're america and so i feel like that's why the whole family had to take that stance almost immediately also talking about kanye for a second kanye is the ultimate narcissist i think kim told kanye that she was gonna run for president in like you know 15 20 years and he's like oh really nah i'm gonna do it first and i feel like that's the only reason he went he ran for president uh, was to kind of take it away from Kim because that's what narcissists do. And uh, yeah, so that, that's all my evidence that I have so far. Um, she and I run. think it's going to happen in like 20... Wait, wait, so 2024, so like 2032. Well, hold on. So Biden would be from 2025. So 2036, I think she'll run. She could run. It's not going to go that's anywhere. That's what I think is going to happen. I, I think it'll definitely go somewhere. I, I do too, and that's what puts fear into my body. I think I think, I, th I think we had Donald Trump for president, um, and we learned our lesson, and that's why he ain't, did, that's why did, he we? That's did why we? Did we? I think we did as far as getting him the fuck out of here and making sure that no one else like him is backing off. He's about to win again. Yeah, he is. I don't believe I I I can't bring myself there. Biden Biden. <laughs> I mean that's it's he all, lost it's all. it. Genocide he Joe. It over on a silver Genocide platter. Joe. 
you know, it's, it's, yeah, he it's lost nickname it. for a reason. Um, they're they're gonna take all of what's happening now and and use it as, as the biggest push for everyone to vote Republican, which is terrifying. Trump's gonna be in jail. Hopefully, that's right very that. true. There actually <gasps> I is forgot a coalition. about that. I have like, to say this. I do have to. So prison. there is a coalition. Yes, yes. Yeah, there are lawyers that because technically, legally, Trump right now is not allowed to run for president yeah. legally, but he still is. But there are lawyers trying to make it so that he can't. The problem is so many courts are run by Trump backed lawyers. I mean, judges and stuff. So it, it might be hard to do, but there people are trying to stop it. I want to put that hope out there for people. So, yeah, hopefully that doesn't happen. But I don't know any I, God politics. My goodness. I. Kim Kardashian running for president is like I like I can't fathom it. I don't want to fathom it. That's why I had my little outburst because I'm like, dog, please, I can't talk about this shit. I is the way I will I will pack all of my belongings. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead ass. I'm already working on my plan to exit this country. I t- I've talked to my close friends yeah. about that. Anyway, but if Kim how would you Kardashian feel if Kim Kardashian is the first woman president? How would you feel about that? I just, didn't I just say I was gonna pack my bags. I know, but the fact that she'd be the first woman woman didn't I just kind of crazy. Like I be... would pack my belongings. I would pack my belongings. It's not gonna happen. Oh, let's pray not. That's all. I, I, just, I can't take Thank myself you. mentally. I mean, there's no Democratic front runner currently. Bobby, not, be quiet. Not, let's not, move, come on. I can't do not this. currently, but by then, with enough momentum, AOC would wipe her away. When can AOC uh, run? How old is a- AOC? She's like 35, 36. You got to be 45, right? You have to be 35. Oh, you have to be 30. Oh, wow. So she could run already. Wow. She, she could run now in theory, yeah. <laughs> I will fucking wish. Swoop in like Batman. We were talking about AOC, not not Kim. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and I weep for this country. I do. It's so, it's so. I agree. I agree. It's a joke. It's a it is. Dog, is this just for a second? TV dystopian yep. as fuck. Scrolling my timeline, seeing a genocide, and then seeing people's Halloween costumes. Do you know, was it like you're my gonna, mind is melting? My gonna, mind is you know, melting. For like almost a decade now, just a long running joke. Let's talk about competition. Let's talk about the BBMAs, the Billboard. Music awards. As I'm scrolling and looking at, you know, the list of artists that are nominated this year for the BBMAs, it's about like the fi- same five people. And um, one of them <laughs> that I'm really disturbed is on a lot of these lists is Morgan Wallen. Y'all yeah. love racism, huh? <laughs> Y'all love people who are just outwardly hateful. That man makes lynching music in my mind. So the fact that he is being is being celebrated and lifted up the way that he is is also very just frightening, you know, very frightening. Um, a lot, most of the artists. Can, can I can I start with a hot take? Go ahead. What what? If you say some problematic shit, Bobby, I'm gonna fight you, dog. We, I'm gonna fight. The, you. I don't we, understand how Beyonce is on top female artists. Now let me explain. Isn't this the Billboard Awards? And like Beyonce hasn't dropped anything. Here you here we go. I, here we I, go again discussing <laughs> the impact and the validity of Beyonce. Beyonce will always be eligible for any category music I, related. Forever. If forever. it has to do with Billboard, I don't understand how. 
I don't care. Even they know. It doesn't matter. She's <laughs> I just Beyonce. don't understand how. Now, the if one, it's something, because I found out about the VMAs, which I didn't know until this year, that some of the VMAs have nothing to do with music videos, which I feel like is stupid, and they should just not do that because that doesn't make any sense. Now, if this category is the same, and it's just about which female artist had the best year, I get it. But if it's like, who ran Billboard, I don't get it. I just wanted to start with a hot take. <laughs> Beyonce is valid everywhere doesn't matter what organization it is it doesn't matter what chart it doesn't matter beyonce but it does because this is the billboard chart not if she is beyonce fuck a chart but fuck a chart i don't care if that's the whole purpose of your show beyonce deserves to be involved (laughs) i don't i don't give a damn bro beyonce (sighs) is valid for any any awards that are being handed out for music, Beyonce can be nominated. I don't care if she ain't dropping the last six years. Best female artist. If it's okay, well, if it's about best female artist this year, I totally get it. As she should be up there. She had an amazing year. One of the best. I'm gonna overall. fight you, Bobby. Bobby, <laughs> Bobby. Hey. Me and Bobby really do have a sibling relationship. He, get, he gets under my skin like my brothers do, man. Yeah, y'all be having me just watching. Like, <laughs> what do you think, Michael? What do you think about that? I think I love watching the two of you squabble. I, no, 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 no. I'll talk about the Beyonce being on there. What do you think about that? I, I think Taylor Swift is gonna win every award on here, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, you're right about that. You're right. Like, yeah, every no one else even should be on here. The nomination, right. the nomination ends up being irrelevant when you don't win, and that's how I feel like it's going to end up happening <laughs> you're, here. You're right about that. I mean, wait, is this fan voted or is this? It's not fan voted. No. Oh, then it, I don't know if she'll win everything. She can't win the R&B win categories it. and the rap categories. <laughs> but everywhere you're right, else, you're right about that. You're right about went, that. Whatever, but 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 she you're ain't right in these categories that. with Beyonce. Wait, are, are they tied? Again, do we have another uh, situation? Let me look. Beyonce is up against Chris Brown in the top R and B artist head to head. Yeah, that's oh. kind of that's kind of disgusting, you know. But uh, once but, again, what did Chris Brown do? Chris Brown does did, very very well on radio. No, but I'm asking, like, did he even drop a song? That's what I'm saying. Did he drop a hit? Like, does he have a song out? I think it's just such a minimal amount of R and B artists that are in the mainstream. No, that's bull. No, no, no. Okay, this is what I. Okay, okay, okay. Now my anger's coming out. R and B has had a great year. Let them know. And like, wait, how is Rihanna on here? That's what the hell? (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) Wait a minute. That's the real question. That's the real question. (laughs) Hold on. That's the real. There you go, Maya. With it, it don't matter. She hasn't been on here for six years. There there you go. What is this? Well, well, you said it was about Billboard and it's the charts, and then, then Rihanna did do the Super Bowl, Even. so all of her music skyrocketed no, again. That was, wait, was that this year? Was that 2023? The Super Bowl was in February, was it not? It was this year, yeah. Oh my God, it seems like. Yeah, wow, Rihanna just did like the Super Bowl ago. in but February. Thought, this is Billboard, like she didn't yeah, drop this a is song. Billboard. This is Anti like, has never left the Billboard charts. Rihanna, a lot of Rihanna's albums have never left the charts. They've never left the charts. And then with the Super that's, Bowl, that's it gave her point. it gave her a whole big boost again. No, nah, so but top R and B female artists being Beyonce, Rihanna, and SZA is ridiculous. That's <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. First of all, Beyonce didn't drop an R and B album, so let's get her out of that category. Period. Well, you know it's the black okay. category, so I know. But this is I'm, my anger's coming out. Okay, these awards <laughs> need to stop. For okay, they have Beyonce on top R and B touring artists. Get the fuck out of here. Listen to me. 
that, that's top touring, top touring. Yes, R and B, R and B. No, that's disrespectful. Is Bruno Mars even on the tour? Yeah, he's no. He's, Is he? He's touring. Yeah, really. Mm. Yeah, I thought that was last year. They he's were still, on the tour. He's still tour. He's in the Philippines last year. Oh, okay. I, I thought he was... I, the only reason I know is because I've been looking. He's also doing a Vegas residency. Oh my god, you'll love this top R and B album, but bro. This racism is killing me, dog. No, for real. Why are why is the top R and B albums Beyonce, Renaissance, Drake? Honestly, never mind. Honestly, clear, never mind. Two clearly dance albums by Black people in the R and B category. Top R and B albums. They put honestly, never mind. Beyonce, Renaissance, Brent Fayez, Wasteland, good album. Uh, Steve Stop Lacey, it. Gemini Rights, and SZA SOS. We'll give it to SZA because that's the only R&B album on this list other than Brent. Wait. Steve Lacey then, is alternative. I will consider him I just, alternative. So Top Dance, they have Beyonce and Drake on Top Dance artists. <laughs> they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Just put the blacks in there. The R&B category, fill it with blacks. Top gospel <laughs> artists, Kanye West. That's, You're lying. Yeah. I'm dead ass serious. Let me, let me scroll down. You're lying. First of all, Kanye hasn't dropped nothing. Wait, 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 wait. So they have Beyonce and Drake in top R&B album and top dance electronic album? So stupid. They have Renaissance and Honestly Nevermind in top dance electronic too oh, and R&B. Oh, they have the Black Panther soundtrack was this year. That's probably why Rihanna's on there because she had that song on Black Panther. Lift me but, up. That's still crazy to me. I'm sorry. That, that's wild. That's one song. I That's wild. Because R&B has had such a good year. There's so many other people that should be on the R&B category. I'm still trying to figure out how they got Drake and Beyonce in R&B and dance categories. Like, it's not just a dance. Like They were like, we need more blacks in the R&B category. Just throw them in there. Just throw them in there, even though they're clearly dance albums. I'm not watching. You got Jason Aldean as a nomination. I'm not watching. Like, I'm literally not going to watch this this award show. Yeah, who's watching it? Nobody we like or care. Why is, why did, Jason Aldean made that song. Try that in a small town. Why are they celebrating that? Oh, that's Top that guy. Song. Wow, that's who he. Oh, is. That's not the up. song about sundown town. Yeah, the song about wow. Sundown towns. Yeah. Why is wow. why is he being nominated for anything? Because it's a top-selling song because our country is racist. It is a top-selling... Yeah, it was a top-selling song for sure. I just don't understand why... Like, we're going to have him up there and be like... And the award goes to Jason Aldean. Here you go. Try that in a small town. Great song. Love the message. Wait a minute. When was the cutoff for this stuff? I'm rooting for Tay-Tay. Wait, 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 wait. No, Tay-Tay. Anti-hero. Anti-hero. Sweep. Sweep. I just saw something that I don't understand. Is this like... A re-recording like Taylor Swift does or something. How is Miguel's sure thing on top R and B song? That's because it's you're lying. Because it because it, it re it came back into the mainstream. It was TikTok. No, Wait, I, so that's, that's ridiculous. I it was agree. TikTok. TikTok did it because they they uh, put out a speed a sped up version. And cash beat a rubber band. Beat a man. But it's like a trending sound right now. So with this whole cutoff thing, like time, like it doesn't have to be like when the song is released. It's just like it's just the charts, apparently. If it's charting, I guess because Rihanna is charting too. I guess. Yeah. If anything, my takeaway from this is I don't understand how they get these nominations, and I don't know. Yeah, I think Taylor Swift's gonna win a lot of these. I think Beyonce should win a lot of these, uh, and it's Billboard, so I think Drake should win something, <laughs> and then uh, top new artist should. Absolutely be Ice Spice, in my opinion. Zach Bryan's got a shot. I mean, he's got an actual like album and tour. 
Tay Tay can sweep. And I ain't never said <laughs> it in my life. Tay Tay can sweep. Whatever categories Beyonce's in, she can win. I mean, um, yeah, like but what, if Tay-Tay it, can sweep everything else, girl. Do your biggest one. If it is based on charts, like all the awards have to go to like Taylor and Drake. It's like it's like it's like Maya picking the wackest Avenger when she's in trouble. Right? She come on, some, Hawkeye. She needs somebody. Somebody to come save her. Please, dog. Taylor, we Hawkeye. it'll be we'll be all good, baby. We'll be all good. It'll be complete blessings over here. Do your thing. Do your Tay Tay thing. Sweep these categories. I, what? I, have, I don't know if it's because oh, if like I'm just getting older, or if award shows are just getting lamer. But it's like I don't really care about any of these, like any of this stuff anymore. Yeah, at all. Like mm-hmm. at all. It's because they're whack now. It it's just doesn't have old. the same hype. It doesn't have the same reverence. It doesn't have the same. I don't know. Like it's just. Because it's so clearly, listen, at least they tried to hide how bad they was manipulating shit back in the day. Now they just don't care. Now they just doing shit. Because putting Beyonce and Drake in the R&B category and the dance category is just blatant. Like, bro, what are y'all doing? The categories don't make sense. It's the same people all the time. They don't, they don't put any emphasis on, like, well, first of all, award shows used to be about the performances anyway. Wasn't nobody, wasn't nobody really, nobody really cared about, you know, who's handing out the awards. And so people just want to see their face perform. And artists don't like going to award shows anymore. They don't find any importance in it because of the bias and because of like all of that stuff. So they don't want to show up. So, so all the promoting they're doing, (laughs) talking about, oh, this person's nominated six times. Like Ariana's nominated five times. I was like, she ain't going to that. Um. It's like they they just use artists for like promotion now, and then you get to the show and they're like, "Oh, nobody's here." The only person who might show up, well, Tay Tay go, Tay Tay go, <laughs> go sit front row and go just sit real real close to the front girl and walk up and get all of your awards, my mom. <laughs> they, they this sucks. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> What's the next award show after this? Is it the Grammys? The Grammys, yeah. Oh, period. We can just skip this all together. This shit. Oh is wow! Ass. So they put "Speak Now" Taylor's version on top country album. <laughs> I believe that it's probably up there in the charts. It Yo, is up there in the charts. That'd be crazy if she wins off of a re-recording. I've never wanted her to sweep more. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Never been more supportive of Hawkeye. I, I've never been more supportive. I want Taylor to come through like she's about a to have like thirty wrecking awards. ball. I need her to come through. <laughs> it's one of those hey, things yours, where she's girl? like killing it so much this year that I feel like I I don't know. Like it, she she got yeah. people watching football who never watched football in their lives. Yeah, Isn't that, she dating? That football thing is crazy. That football is she thing dating? is nuts. Who he dating? Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. A tight end for the Chiefs. I thought it was a cheat. Oh, yeah, yeah, I have yeah. to admit something. I have to admit something. I was wrong about something. I And I, I feel like oh. I need to admit it. Um, oh. I feel like I was partially wrong about something. Oh. So <laughs> there was like this thing on Twitter going around where when everyone was trying to guess who was going to do the Super Bowl, uh, and people were like, oh, Taylor Swift's bigger than the Super Bowl. And I was like, y'all crazy, bro. Like, y'all, y'all crazy to think someone's <laughs> bigger than the Super Bowl. You walking it back? I don't know because... She's literally bigger than the NFL right now every single week. So <laughs> they, got it, them, they got the cameras ready on her. When like she they're out. using Taylor Swift for marketing like she, on their social medias. Like she's on hilarious. the banner and shit. Like 
I so I I still think I mean it's obviously the biggest stage in the world though as far as viewers like uh so it's you still want to do it eventually just because I mean Michael Jackson did it so if Michael Jackson did it you can do it like she could do and, it but she doesn't like need to I yeah guess like I said that too I don't think she needs the Super Bowl yeah. for like like advertisement or anything it's just like it's you have so many people watching you I just went and looked at the list and she's She's the most nominated person with 20 nominations. So, Rihanna Morgan last Wallen year. Morgan is right after her with 17 nominations, dog. Rihanna last year brought in 121 million viewers on the Super Bowl. Like, that's the biggest stage in the world right there. So, it's like, you still want to do it. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. still legacy. It's historic. But if Rihanna brought in 121 million, I'm surprised what Taylor would bring in, honestly. I, I'm, re- I'm <laughs> really surprised. Scary. It would be Swifties would come from near and far Cause like before that, so she, so Rihanna barely broke Katy Perry's record. Katy Perry had 121 million, and Rihanna had 121.017 million. So she like just barely broke it. So I don't know. I feel like Taylor might push like 150, 200. I feel like it would be like a gigantic thing, honestly. Mama lives for the limelight. I'm sorry. That little that little clip of that man falling down. On the on the field, and they turned the camera. Yeah. Oh, she was like, just like, <laughs> people people were applying with the high school musical thing. Had me dead. Yeah, that was. Hilarious. She said, "Try." Now I can hardly breathe. Oh, just the know that I believe. I live for no mama. She she gonna milk it, dog. I gotta get. I'll give it to her. She lives it. I forgot. <laughs> Do you think? Do you think Taylor Swift will be mad if Travis brought her to Cheesecake Factory? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) that's that's a good poll. You think she'd be mad? That's a good point. You think she'll order some good cheesecake? This is our social topic of the week. I feel honestly, yeah. Because what type of ignorant shit is this? Michael found a list online that was made by a woman. It wasn't, but that's what they said. Mm. Uh, a, a group, a group of women, apparently lies, just lies. Group of ladies make a list of places men shouldn't take them on the first date. I'm not gonna lie though, I have seen a lot of TikToks about this and like I feel like there are some very strict people when it comes to the first date. I like I've seen like so this whole thing started because of a TikTok and this guy brought this girl to the cheesecake factory and she like stayed in the car and she's like, We're not eating here. Like you can't do this to me. And she then, stayed in the car? Yeah, she stayed in the car. She wouldn't get out. And that's that's why this whole thing started. I'm counting the amount of places on this list that I worked. And it's, it's <laughs> Oh my god. It's eight. Eight places. Eight places? Eight places I'm on the list I've to... worked. And lots of first dates that I saw and didn't seem to be any issues going on. So So we could we could go through it a little bit. Like she's I feel like Cheesecake Factory is the elephant in the room because Cheesecake Factory is not cheap. It's not. Okay, I have a question first. Let's go, like, as you're looking at this list, are there any places you would absolutely not bring someone on a first date? So for me, 
I would absolutely never bring someone to Denny's on a first date. For <laughs> sure. That, I, I'm in total agreement with that. That would not happen. Uh, now, yeah, also a family that. function. Hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. On with a you. first date? No. I agree with a lot of these. I'm not even going to lie. Please. I agree. <laughs> so you, you were like, oh, this is like, but wait, wait, you wait, 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 but Maya's, but Maya's, Maya's single, right? Yes, I am. I am single. I, well, I, think, we, I think we found out why. Uh-uh. <laughs> you are disrespectful as hell. What? You are rude as hell. What? what is wrong? What's wrong? I need to know. <laughs> I'm going to go through the list and tell you since you want to know so bad. God damn it. I am single by choice. You're rude as fuck. I don't want to listen. The, the pickings are slim. <laughs> the pickings are fucking slim out here. I, I, I hope to find a decent man one day, you know, but I feel like there's more decent women than there are decent men. So anyway, you, like it you always find... starts off as good friends. I don't know if that's how it worked with Michael or not, but like that's no, how yeah, it worked friend. with me. Good friends. Where'd you, take your, where'd you take your wife on y'all first date? So we actually met at like a book club type thing. Oh, and then cute. so we were like in, you know, each other's vicinity like once a week. And then uh, we just kind of like slowly started hanging out. Like we would go to the movies here and there. Then like a year passed where we didn't do anything. Then we, you know, started like going out to do some stuff. And they were like, OK, like let's let's see where this goes kind of thing. And then it was just like a slow build up, honestly. Like it was just uh, it was honestly like a really, really slow build up. But yeah, we were friends first for sure. And no. uh yeah, movies. I love movies. I don't know why movies is on this list. Y'all, crazy. y'all are crazy. Crazy. I feel like okay, so I can explain that. So movies as a first date is fine as long as we go somewhere before or after. Before, well, actually, before, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'd say after. So y'all have something to talk about. You could talk about the movie that y'all just. Got. I don't know because listen, I have a horror experience with that though. Let me tell oh, you. Hell. So back in the Tinder days. Um, you know, I brought someone to the movies. Yeah, shout to Tinder. Fast. And they trauma dumped on me so hard, bro. I wanted to get out of there so bad. During the movie? So we showed up, because of this whole talking thing, we showed up maybe like 20 minutes early so we could like sit and talk for a little bit before the movie. And I wanted to bounce so bad. Oh, my God. That's just the individual experience you had, the person. Oh, for sure. But I do think you need to talk before the movie, though, I feel like. Like, I don't want to just be like, meet you and look at a screen for a couple hours, like, with you right next to me. I don't know nothing about you. That's what you have to drive over there for. Well, men don't pick women up Yeah, but you pick them up? I think think you should. Yeah. I feel, I don't know. Do women even like it? Michael, make me proud, Michael. Make me proud. Wait, I feel like it depends. I feel like if you know the person and then like you ask like on a date, I feel like that's a little bit different. If you but know like, them well enough, I, listen, I'll be honest, as a woman, I'm going to drive to say, I feel like I need an exit plan. If you want some weird shit and I don't feel comfortable enough with you driving me, that's not an option. But oh, ideally, yeah, exactly. you know, on the several dates that I went on and I felt comfortable enough, the man came and picked me up from my house. He picked oh, me facts. up. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Opened my door. He did all of that. I live for all of that shit, but I'm not going to force you to do that. It was his natural inclination. So I just let it happen. But yeah, the movie's... I see why the movies is on here. Your house. I see why that's on here. Of course, oh, yeah. of course, yeah, yeah. Of Ooh, course, the gym. Not. The gym. The gym is an L two. That's not a date. Wait, do people go to the gym? Apparently, yeah, on yeah, a date? yeah. But here's my thing. 
dating now is not. If you're, it's if not you're both like, <laughs> if you're both gym people, the gym might be a, a good place for a first it's date. Not purpo- it's not purpose. It's not purposeful. Here's the thing: if you try to take me on a first date, if it if if you've made your intentions clear, or we've had conversations before, and you trying to date me for real, like this ain't just because we don't need to go on no date if you just want to fuck. I'm sorry, I, I'm one of those people. If that's a con- if that's what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> then I don't need. Then I don't need none of this. Like let's, let's just get down, down to brass tacks. Um, but yeah. if you want to date me for, real, <laughs> 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 you want to? Because I'm gonna tell you. Listen, I don't need you. I no, let me not get too far into my personal business. No, make sense. You don't need the interview. But <laughs> 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 no, I listen. I very. I've done that very far and few between. But <laughs> as far as as far as like a date. Like we we want to date, we want to like see what this could be. Like I want to be somewhere where we can have a conversation. And that's not, all. That's all these places for the most part. Don't Ooh. take me to no nightclub. Don't take uh, sporting events. I don't. It it has to be somewhere. One the reason why I was like you have to go somewhere before or after the movies. You can't talk in the movies. You could talk at a sporting event. It'll be more close and intimate because obviously that shit is loud. So you gotta like whisper to each other and shit. Make sure like you hear the conversation. But that's not a place for conversation. It would have to be a place where we could sit down and have See, a conversation. I'm not churches on here. Don't take me to church. Don't take me to family <laughs> wow. functions. I thought that was churches chicken. We're not hosting. <laughs> Don't you're hilarious. I thought um, that was church's chicken. Movie That's night. Like came to my mind. No, no <laughs> movie night, dog. And for a first date, yeah, this yeah, is a fir- a first date. No, I agree with that. I don't know what's wrong with Chili's. <laughs> so I'm looking, I'm looking at the list like, dog, wait, what's wrong? Chili's is busting. That's um, my problem. Is the, the that being on like it's like we're pocket watching people. Yeah, I feel like the restaurant this is, thing no, is pocket is, watching, but angry. like. I do think like with bowling and sports events and like some other stuff or like even the gym, I'm for, like if it's like your shared passion, I can see it being a good first date. This is Burke like and your woman propaganda right now, and I don't appreciate it. This this list was made by the Birkin girlies, the the girlies who are like, oh, you want to date me? I need a Birkin. I need this. You need to pull up in a Porsche. All the mm. windows tinted. I don't know what you think this is. I listen. I live for all of that, and that's your lifestyle. Whoop de doop. That's great. You feel me? Like that. Like that. That's great. Off a of first date. <laughs> for off a of first date, I'm not gonna ask you for like. No Birkin, like could we go? Could we go to Ruth Chris? That'd be cute. If you wanted to take me to a very nice restaurant, listen, I have taste. I'm experienced. You know, I'm worldly. I've been a multitude of places, but I'm not gonna turn my nose up at Chili's. It's a no. first date. It's in, first of all, again, me because I like to say it ain't tricking if you got it. I like taking men on dates because I like showing men hey, what romance yeah. is. Yes, yes. I'm yes. one of those. I also have a power kink. We have to talk about that. But the point. <laughs> matter is i like i like doing that type of shit because that's just like me as a person but on first date i'm not taking no man to roof chris dog no exactly i'm not taking no man to morton's i'm not taking i'm gonna take a nigga to chili's (laughs) this man this list is for men i'm I'm dying right now just because like i look through it why does 12 just say a buffet They were like, we, we were like, no poor. All of this screams poor Yo, to me. Poverty, poverty. I don't need that. Like, I, I, I understand the sentiment behind it, ladies. I do. I get it. We want, we, <laughs> you want, I get it. 
don't know why I find that shit so fun. Oh, buffet is crazy. <laughs> it don't matter if what if it's like a great buffet. Because no. women say, because women say, wherever a man like wherever his natural inclination is to take you on a first date or like to take you out is it gives you a glimpse of like the lifestyle you be living. So if a woman. <laughs> So, I wouldn't take someone to Buffalo Wild Wings either. I'm not gonna lie. Some of, no, some of some of these places I'm like for a, for a first that's, date. That's fair. I don't I give a little bit like, Cheesecake Factory is kind of like a little I bit exclusive. Like, but it's the I, novelty around Cheesecake Factory. It's like that's where you take old girl to like you want her to feel fancy, but it's not fancy for real. No, that's just it's, funny. It's like, just, like imagining asking somebody some of these things is pretty funny. Like, hey, it you is. wanna go to Buffalo Wild Wings? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying yeah. to be real. Like, I'll be very real oh and say God. no. No man that I've ever dated is on a first date is taking me to any of these places. So <laughs> hey, they're right about this too. Like it says, any fast food chain, you can't be like, yo, let's go to McDonald's <laughs> or Wendy's, dog. KFC, you feel me? But like Popeyes. My, my thing is like, it's not even the whole pocket watching thing. There's some stuff that just like the ambiance ain't right. Like I can't take you to like McDonald like the ambiance ain't right. The ambiance and IHOP dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's not it's romantic. More of, like, the environment than the pocket watching thing. It's not that it's like cheap. It's that like this ain't even sexy. This ain't even fun. It isn't sexy. Like, Ch- this is Chili's just, food is good, but Chili's is not sexy. That's why like, I'm, I'm not <laughs> like, for a date, a first date. Like this is how we're introducing. You're introducing yourself to me like this is what you like to do for romance. None of these places on this list, if I'm being like really real, even though I love bowling, um, none of that gives romance completely. Or depending like what what you what you ideally think is romance. Mm -hmm. But I think romance, I don't think Applebee's, I don't think Chipotle. Why are we looking for romance in the first date? Why are we dating? What you taking me on a date for? You wanna fuck? Let's do that. I'm just trying to get to know I'm trying to get to know you without an investment. Bigger than that, go free. to the park. Then yeah. let's go to the park. <laughs> I would love that. I love that. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not a pocket watching thing. Let's go it's to the really park. like coffee you date. You need to have the, the ambiance right here. A date for me, like a first date. If you, if you obviously, well, the the men that I talked to, like I went on a date with, like a first date with them, we talked for like weeks and like some of them like a month, months prior or whatever, just to get to know them first. Cause I'm mm-hmm. very much that person. I don't want to go to no date or anywhere with nobody blind. Like I have to know that we can have conversation and I'm going to be comfortable enough to like be around you in like any type of romantic setting. But why are we, what, what's the date for? If we not doing romance. Also, I feel like the best dates are kind of like experience <laughs> things. Like, you know, ice cream date is cute. You know what I'm saying? You just get, get some ice cream. An amusement park. Nigga, take you me to six, take me to Bush Gardens on a first date. Yeah. That's lit. That's say, like, lit. Bowling, you're doing something. You know what I'm saying? Like, there. Yeah, I'm not like, mad at bowling. I'm never. Yeah, mad I'm not at mad bowling. at bowling. I feel like bowling <laughs> like could be bowling. fun. It's but not yeah, intimate it's, though. I get the whole the intimacy and 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 romance and stuff. It's kind of hard to be, you know, romantic at a Buffalo Wild Wings a little bit. Just a little. Big bit. picture, Bobby incoming. Oh, What's hell. the jingle? Big picture, Bobby. We're working. It's a work in progress. Okay. It's a work in progress. I think dating is a horrible concept when it comes to relationships. Horrible. I feel Wait. like it doesn't help relationships at all. Uh, I think it's actually detrimental, and it does not have. It does not set up a great foundation uh, for a good, long-lasting, sustaining relationship. Dating <laughs> is this self-centered concept of an interview to decide 
something on another person instead of growing together. It has nothing to do with building a relationship. If it did, we would date our friends. Like we don't date our friends. What you do is you experience something with your friends. Like you have a shared interest. You show up at that shared interest together, whether it's basketball, whether it's, I don't know, anything. And then like you just become... Like you have this relationship that's usually started through some type of medium. Like that's how relationships work in general. Like you're you're connected on something. Yeah. And so the problem is a lot of times if you're dating someone just for romantic interest, that builds up codependency. You know what I'm saying? Like you need to have some type of medium to build your relationship through. And like those are always the best relationships. Like even like I'm saying with my wife, I met her at a book club because we were like sharing a common interest in that thing. And then we had other con common interests build up. And it's just so like cute. with <laughs> dating specifically, you're really like the concept of dating when it's like you're trying to get to know someone and all that kind of stuff. Most times you're really not actually experiencing anything with them. You're kind of mm. just like interviewing them to decide if they're worth your time, which is a really crazy concept, like when you actually think about it. I mean, well, I listen, time is the only thing on this earth that we can't get back. So I'm going to be picky and I'm going to be very choosy about who I choose to spend my time with. So if it's an interview, so be it. That's why I said activities, like take me to a museum. Take me, yeah. take, like I live for a museum date. I love, I've been on several of those and it was great every single time because we we saw each other's mutual interests like as we were walking it was like oh you like this painting i like that too like you like this artist i like them too um i agree with you from the standpoint of having mutual interests so that's why so I'm like, saying, it's like being in a relationship is basically like i want to experience this life with you like i want like i i want to experience my existence here with like you by my side so it's more of like how are we walking through this world together like do i like walking through this world together with you will you, you know just confirm saying? the list and fuck all the places on this list That's the list is correct <laughs> the list is correct because bobby is correct about experiences and i'm not gonna have any type of experience getting to know you at an olive garden <laughs> it's not gonna happen so for a first date you need to be creative come with something come Come with something that'll get, help me get to know you as a person or make me want to get to know you better as a person and vice versa. Like, I'm not going to know anything about you sitting up at your house or Buffalo Wild Wings or Red Lobster, even though them biscuits are busting. We can get all of that <laughs> shit to go. Like, let's go somewhere else where we can actually talk about different things or like relate to different things. So I don't, I, I thought I was going to disagree with you. I don't necessarily disagree. So Bobby, <laughs> so Bobby think, confirmed Michael? the list. The list is correct. What, what, you heard what you it think, from Michael? a man. <laughs> I, think, I think maybe I just need some more clarification because it sounds, yeah. lo sounds lovely. It sounds mm -hmm. very Jane Austen. Like, it's all, it's all, it's all, it's all, it's all really beautiful. But, yeah. but like, where does the, where, how do you start? Where, where does the, where does the, the flower blossom from? Yeah, sexual so, attraction. I mean, besides, well, I, okay, well, I think I do think that's important. Which I think why love is blind is stupid, like the show, because it's like that I, shit is I do painful. need to be sexually attracted to you. So like, like, like I, I don't know, like I don't. You know. see that's with your me. eyes first. But, you see with your eyes exactly. first. So the first thing is attraction. It's, it's so, attraction. But if you're talking about like where do you start, like as far as. What like where like because typically you would start on a date and that's how you get to know each other. Yes. But in, in your example, that doesn't exist. You just go straight to a, a mutual 
interest. So, Friendship? okay, this is the thing. It depends. So, like, yeah, if you're, like, on Tinder or something, it's kind of, like, it, it's different because you're not meeting through some, like, type of interest or something. But I, what I would say yeah, is... Yeah, they are. The been, interest is sex. Yes, well, yeah, but, okay, but I'm talking about, like, if you're trying to go on a date. Like, I'm, ta- I'm not talking about, like, hooking up or whatever. But, like, um, you know, th- see, this is why dating actually is hard, I feel like, nowadays. Because before, you would meet people in person at a place that was of interest to you. Like, that's, like, so... Um, I don't know, even like if you're like in college or at school or like whatever, uh, you, you're kind of, I guess your interest would be kind of like the life of school, like in like everything that you're going through or whatever, and you're in close proximity with each other or whatever. Um, but like, yeah, I mean, I would say even if you are like getting to know somebody, the, the, I don't think the idea is, I feel like the whole compatibility thing is overblown. Because I think what people are trying to... The importance doesn't lie where it should. And yeah, I feel, I feel like we're trying to be compatible like on the wrong things. And like that's what I was saying. Like with an interview, if you're just meeting with someone to see if it's like a yes or a no, you're not actually going to like experience anything with that person, which is why like when you are in a good relationship, it doesn't matter if you go to McDonald's or it doesn't matter if you go here because the idea is like, I like experiencing life with you. So whether we go here or we go there, like it doesn't matter because we're just here to vibe. We're just here to experience things together. And so- I would counter that by saying, yeah, you know, experiencing life and all this stuff sometimes does take a modicum of money. So it's probably why- women are like yeah i need to see what them pockets looking like because what type of life we finna have you feel yeah. like so if that so if it doesn't equate to whatever they feel like it is gonna be let's be let's 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 be for real let's, let's no i think there's so, a i think that's so true real. i'm just saying like <sighs> listen i have a i have yeah I go have, ahead michael i have two cars one of them is brand new and really nice and the other, the other one is an old truck that i just use because i got dogs I'm pulling up to the date in the old truck, and we're going to Chili's or Olive Garden, mm-hmm. and I'm not playing my hand whatsoever as far as like how I'm doing financially, because I want to see if you're interested in me, and none of this, none of this wallet, no, none of this wallet noise. That's a good I way can, to go. About I can, it. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I was like, I was like really? me talking myself through. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm also, like, I, I understand go, the strategy behind that. Also, well. because people don't know what's gonna happen in life, and you can have money now, now, and not have money later. And it's, it's like, facts. if that person wants to leave you because you don't have money, then like, okay, like, I like a money know. building mentality. I've talked to many men who did not have money present day. Now they got money, you know, because we yeah. talked and. But life happens. Like you really never know what's gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? Like there's like I upgraded his life, (laughs) nigga. I upgraded your life. I agree with I agree with both of you. Actually, I see I see the sentiment behind not showing all of your cards because it really is. I'm not gonna talk to a dude just because he got money. I've done that. I've talked to men who have money and they were a lot of times not interesting, very self centered, very very much just about their money. So. I feel like it's me. I'm trying not to be rude, ladies. Please, I'm a, I'm a girl's girl. Please don't be bad at me when I say this. Um, if you haven't been around money, money can be very enticing. So that might be all of all that you're focused on is finding a man with money. And obviously, other things are far more important. So if you got the men, the mindset, the fortitude to like produce money, I see that as valuable more than like whatever you got right now. Because like Bobby said, you can have a whole bunch of money right now and blow that shit because you don't know 
what you're doing. You're not like money minded, I guess. So pocket watching off top, not the best. Yeah. And that's the source of the list is pocket watching off top. Me and this, me and this dude was supposed to go somewhere and the place we wanted to go ended up being closed when we got there. Um, there was a basketball court across the street. We just went over and started playing basketball. Well, and, then sat, and then sat right. obviously I can't play basketball, so it was fun. Um and he was like <laughs> he was like he was like six five, so it was just very cute. Um and we sat on the pavement and just talked for like forty five minutes, man. We ain't eat, we ain't do shit. We just sat Loving in the basketball, park, baby. Sat in the parking yeah. lot <laughs> and talk. Um he doesn't drink. Like, I'm not a super big drinker either, but we both enjoy, you know, herbal things. So after we sat and talked for a while, we got back in my car. We smoked a little bit and listened to some music. I showed him some music. He showed yeah, me some music. Mm-hmm. It was it was a great date. It, it didn't go the way that we thought it was going to go. And the restaurant he was taking me was very cute. Um, but they closed early for, like, maintenance. It wasn't on this list. But yeah. They closed early for me. <laughs> <laughs> It was not in Atlanta. It was in D.C. <laughs> but the restaurant was really cute. It wasn't a chain restaurant. It was like a mom and pop like shop. But the food is excellent. It's like in the cut or whatever. Shout out to um, him. Yeah, man. He was. Yeah, you know, um, I wonder how he doing. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> like, it was. It was cute. It was cute. I didn't have any problems or issues with it because I enjoyed him as a person, and we had excellent conversation i feel like if you find somebody who you just mesh with and go with like none of this should really matter for real for real because you just having a great time with them and that's why i was like i agree exactly. with bobby i'm like maya like that 45 minutes of great conversation sounds perfect to me like i don't like so like just at a restaurant though if it, if it happens to happen at a restaurant where you usually have about an hour 45 ish minutes then that's perfect to me now, the only yeah, feeling, the only feeling I've I had like on dates like that, where we just went to a restaurant and like had a good time, mm-hmm. if I was having a great time, I always wanted to do something afterwards, like go yeah, somewhere yeah, else. Yeah. Or but do you something. can do that on the fly. You can be like, "What are you doing after this?" If I didn't enjoy myself, then I'm cool. Then, I'm like, then you be can, easy. Then, yeah, if you up. don't enjoy yourself for sure. Like, didn't. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, this should all like... be like a starter. This shouldn't be the whole date. Like, let's That's go to cheese. Let's go to Cheesecake Factory and then walk off all that heavy ass food. Like something like it's like you know. For real. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I get why the list I never noticed exists. that about myself. Let's meet for coffee. Let's meet for... See, that's the other thing. Like, what are y'all classifying mm. as a date? It depends, it's the conversation you have before you actually do it. Yeah, because going to a bar for drinks is not a date to me. That's like, we just going to get drinks. If it's, the first, if it's the first time you've ever hung out and there's a clear mutual interest, I think you can call it a date without calling it a date. Yeah, I agree. I agree, but that's the if it seems still like super super casual. Yeah, it like feels extremely yeah. casual. Yeah, I feel like the only way that's acceptable to me is if I ain't feel you out for real. Yeah, if we I haven't agree. had a, if we haven't had a whole whole lot of conversation, but I try not to do that because I I'd rather get all of my preliminary things out of the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, those boundaries, I, <laughs> those boundaries, those boundaries. Always, I'm I've always been very good with that. Um. But fleshing everything out to the point that I know I'm comfortable and I know I'll have a good time with you, then we're going to go do something. But if I'm not sure and I'm still trying to feel you out, then a bar of drinks is cool. I guess you could call it a date, whatever. But, like, that's only if I'm – we're still not super comfortable and I'm not – Yeah, that makes well, sense. Well, yeah. I got to oh. say, this person hates coffee because they got Starbucks <laughs> at 17 and then coffee dates at 18. They were like, yeah, no coffee, coffee. No, <laughs> no drink, no drink dates. Nothing. That's not a date. And he's like, you're just getting me a drink. That's nice. That's not a date. That's courtesy. 
us single people out here, you know, I never pick, picking, it. pickings are slim and men don't, I, men don't enjoy <laughs> planning anything anymore. There's no, there's no effort to anything anymore. And that's mm. why I, that, and that's why I feel like this list is valid because none of these things on this list to me require much effort. Ooh, at all, that's fair. They don't require much effort. You you just you book a table at the Chipotle <laughs> or the Red Lobster, bro. Show up, eat food. There's no effort. It to depends that. though, because some of these apps where you have to book these, like they be bugging out, so it might take a lot of effort actually. Man, whatever. Ain't no, <laughs> ain't no, there's no effort to taking me to a hookah bar, bro. Take me somewhere where we can like talk or like at least show me you know a little bit about me as a person. If I've talked talk to you about nothing but music i had a dude take me on a first day to a concert which was an interesting experience because it wasn't somebody that i'd seen before it was like their favorite person um but me just seeing them get hype made me hype and made me like that's that's dope (laughs) like and after it was over i was like oh you really like that song huh you was losing your (laughs) fucking mind like and it was just interesting and obviously music music is a mutual interest Mm-hmm. So all of that was already there, but that required a little bit more effort. Concert tickets ain't cheap now. We know that for sure. Mm-hmm. So there's just a little bit, a little bit of effort. And that's a commitment. You know? It's a time commitment too. It's like three hours. Exactly. And he lives, I'm in Maryland. He's in Virginia, but like, it's, it's kind of far away. So he had to drive three hours to see me anyway. Ooh, and that was a first date, ladies. He drove three hours. I know, that's kind of me. a red flag. I'm sorry. Why? Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> uh, that's, that's, I don't know. First date? Yeah. Oh, how long you been talking for? We talked for maybe three weeks, two, three weeks. Three hours is crazy. That's a long drive. It's like our podcast. I'm worth like, it. Like also, like I feel like for I don't know, like I, I don't. That's I'm worth the fucking drive. Listen, baby, you ain't gotta listen the worth of her. Drive, drive to see me, sir. He planned the date. He drove three hours to see me. He picked me up. I ain't going to wear, you know. Did it crash and burn or anything? It did not crash and burn. Okay. He ended up having to re- relocate for his job. He okay. moved to, like, North Carolina. He moved to one of the Carolinas. Y'all do long distance? I'm like, never doing that both? shit again. I did that with my ex for four and a half years. I'm never doing long distance. Yeah, that's, that's hard. I'm never doing it again. It was it was, it was was a lot. Oh, you can make shit romantic. If a nigga oh, shut God. down the Denny's for me, if you shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> this is a different level. Yeah, this is a different level. Maybe you, maybe you can't shut we, down the Mortons or the Roof Chris. You feel me? It broke and shut down the Denny's and went nobody in there. A little candlelight. You <laughs> show some eff- like effort is cute. Effort is attractive. Show first effort. Date. First date. We're shutting about, down right? the Denny's. He's gonna have to shut down his apartment. I mean, hey, that was probably <laughs> the plan anyway. Let's get it. Effort, gentlemen. That's it. Um, all of these, all of the, all of. I have to say, Maya hit it. You know, Maya hit it. Uno reverse for real, for real. Because <laughs> <laughs> you went from you went from this stuff is okay to you got to shut it down, <laughs> and then effort equals <laughs> more <laughs> money. <laughs> he did flip it completely. It wasn't. <laughs> Ever, as that's for my girlies that find an issue where they're like, oh, these places aren't expensive. You can find a way to finesse, figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> figure, figure it out. Oh my God. Effort. Just show some effort, man. And show it like an actual interest in whoever you're trying to court, bro. Just courting, yeah. courting doesn't exist anymore. You just try, like, all of these are copy and paste dates to me. 
You could do this shit with anybody. You could take anybody to a buffet, dog. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I agree. You could take anybody to a Starbucks. You could take anybody to a, the Red Lobster. You could do any of that. Show, especially if we've been talking, show that like you're actually interested. Like we have mutual interest. Take me somewhere where we know both of us will be engaged and enjoy ourselves. That's it. Yeah. And listen, listen in the talking stage, listen for details so you don't gotta like ask obvious questions about where where the date should be. You should already be you should figure it out on your own. This man took me to a drive in movie and he remembered what my favorite candy was, my favorite That's snacks. Like that. He had it he had it in the back seat all ready to go and I looked back, I was like, oh sour skills. <laughs> like he paid he paid attention I feel like this also kind of goes into the conversation of america having like no more third like third places to go have y'all ever heard of like third places y'all ever heard of that no. so it's like this idea that you, so throughout culture you usually have your first and second place which is your home and your workplace and then a third place is where you would go with people after work or whatever to hang out and america's gotten rid of like damn near everything you can do as a third place um, for like at a affordable price or just at all, like they just don't exist. Anymore. It's more like a public, like a public library. Yeah, just like stuff like that. Whatever. I love the library. Or they yeah. just like don't exist anymore. So, uh, I think this also has to. It, it like plays into that because yeah, like, I mean, if you look at this, it's all like restaurants basically. Um, it is. Because that, that's like... really all the third places that is left is like restaurants. <laughs> that's yeah. basically it. But yeah, so I think that's a that's mm. another reason. Ladies, but if you're yeah. dating, you know, you, you have your standards and things, but don't uh, only pass judgment if it's clear he doesn't care. <laughs> only care is important. Th then and only then. If you feel like the interest really doesn't lie with you and it lies with your body parts, then then call it as it is, you know. But if a man is interested in you as a person, they'll he will show it. He, and if you he, care about me, uh my cash app is uh money sign Bobby Foster and I'm raising funds to buy Spider-Man 2. So work. Put that in the, in the description. One last one one last quick update and things. Um as far as world news and world events and things. Obviously we know what's going on in Palestine, but there are several other genocides going on right now in the United States. The United States is a part of do your research, free Palestine, free Congo, free Sudan. It's too much going on in the world right now, man. But don't be too overwhelmed to tap in and pay attention. Everybody's voices are important. We are changing the tide. It's our generation running this shit. We are the reason why Biden got up on stage and recanted all of his statements about Palestine and stuff that he was saying. We're the reason why they're changing their narrative every 2.5 seconds because we're uncovering all of the lies and the propaganda the Western media is putting out. Every post matters. I'm just going to keep saying that. Even if you only post once, do that shit. It's so small because I want to talk about Matthew for a quick second. Yeah, yeah. But like after what Maya just said, it's, it's so small in comparison. But, you know, we all have our vices and escapes in life. And one of mine was watching Friends growing up. And just sitting down and knowing, like, 7 o'clock, Channel 11, I could commit, like, I, my homework was done. I could commit to a half hour with my, my six friends. And one of them was Chandler, and he's my favorite. He's a lot of people's favorites, probably majority of people's favorites. Matthew Perry struggled with addiction to a lot of different substances, was very open about it later on in his life. Uh, and just like the one of the best character encapsulations uh, you'll ever see in Chandler Bing, uh, quick-witted, incredibly sarcastic 
just hilarious. Played the character emotionally great as well once he got with Monica. I mean, if you know, you know. Uh, and again, like it's it's small in, in in the world scope of things right now, but I, I just want to point it out because of my personal connection. And I want to like really quickly, I want to read one thing from Matthew Perry himself, uh, and then I'll leave it at that and we can wrap up. I've had a lot of ups and downs in my life. I'm still working through it personally, but the best thing about me is that if an alcoholic or drug addict comes up to me and says, will you help me? I will always say, yes, I know how to do that. I will do that for you, even if I can't always do it for myself. So I do that whenever I can, in groups or one-on-one. -on -one. When I die, I know people will talk about friends, 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 and I'm glad of that. I'm happy I've done some solid work as an actor, as well as giving people multiple chances to make fun of my struggles on the World Wide Web. Mm. But, but when I die, as far as my so-called accomplishments go, it would be nice if friends were listed far behind the things I did to try and help other people. Wow. So, yeah, oh, rest wow. in peace to Matthew Perry. Yeah, I didn't watch Friends, but obviously he passed and all the clips were going over uh, Twitter and stuff. And I was like, oh, his humor is cute. I, I, yeah, I don't know much about him, but that's, that's, that's a legacy. I didn't know any of that stuff as far as like his substance abuse and different things like that. But the fact that he um, became... A safe space for that. Shout out to his book, Michael. Highly, highly recommend this book for anybody. He just dropped it last year. Yeah, I think. Yeah, rest one in of peace the to him, man. Saddest parts about that quote that I resonate with a lot is like, um, is like even after Kobe died, it really bothered me how all these like really good stories were coming out about him as far as like what he was doing for people. Um, you know, like outside basketball and stuff, just like on some humanity stuff. And it really bothered me that that only came out after he died. Like that really bothered me. That's how it always works. And yeah, it's like while people are alive, it's like people are always like, you know, give them their flowers and stuff. But so often that's like correlated to like productivity and work. Like when yeah, people say that like with art. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, like tell these good stories about people and like yeah. what they do for you and stuff. Like I, cause you know, our legacies should be bigger than just like the productivity we put out in the world. Like, absolutely. I want to know, like, you know, what Matthew did for other people. Like, I didn't, like, I knew he like struggled uh, with addiction, but I didn't know he was any type of mentor to anybody or anything like that. Um, and like, yeah, even like with Kobe and stuff, like, Kobe's just known for his Mamba mentality and being like a fierce competitor and stuff. But yeah, like, when all those stories were coming out, it was just like, damn, I wish I would have knew this about Kobe before. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like, speak up about, like, those things when... And obviously, like, some stuff is personal and you, like, don't want to talk about it or whatever. But it's like when someone does something nice for you, like, it is, like, relay those stories before, you know, they pass away. Like, I feel like it shows our humanity and it helps people. Um, so, yeah, that's... Yeah, I'm glad he was able to help people while he was here. Also, too, I've had some incredible conversations with people lately, like, the last day. Uh, that I grew up watching Friends with that I haven't talked to in fucking, like, 10 years. Shout out to you. I love you so much, man. And we used to just, like, we used to just watch Friends, man, for hours on hours. And just catching up, like, this is my boy. This is, like, one of my best friends ever. And I haven't talked to him in, like, 10 years. And this, oh, brought, us, this brought us together again. And it's just, like, a reminder that, like, just reach out to the people you love, whether it's someone you loved yesterday or loved 10 years ago, just reach out to them. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Rest in peace to him. Thank you guys so much for watching the episode today. Make sure you follow us everywhere at Take Away My Mic, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye.